I think that like the first 10 years of any artistry is just finding yourself. As an artist, think about it. If you've been doing it for three years, which sounds like a long time, you're a fucking three-year-old. You're a toddler. The One More Time Music Podcast. Genuine conversations with genuine people about music. Hosted by Henry with a three and Playback Ben. We're from Bimo Coops to Pins Off. Somewhat distant and so party one more time. Party one more time. Party she like one more time. They party one more time. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back for another episode of the One More Time Podcast. One more time. This is going to be a good one, I can already tell. I have a good feeling about this one. I do too. I'm your host, Playback Ben, here with my co-host. Henry, but where the E used to be, we put a three to make it unique. What's up, Ben? And Henry, who do we have on the podcast today, my friend? Welcoming in on the 28th? 28th, I think your math is correct. Episode of the One More Time podcast. You know him from hit singles, I'm in love with a stripper and buy you a drink. It's T-Pain. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> T-Pain in the I've building. Got, I've got a T-Pain before, so I like that. Thank God. And he's a legend, so I'll take legend. that. You know, I, I'll take that. I task Henry with these you know, celebrity look-alike uh, roasts, and sometimes he delivers, sometimes not so much. This one, I think, was a good one. Life is hit and miss. It is. And today you hit. Thank you. <laughs> there we Thank go. You. In all seriousness, folks, we have... Recording engineer, mix engineer, producer, producer artist. artist. What else? Yeah, the list goes on. What else? Awesome, awesome human being. Yeah, oh, man, the, the list goes it, on and on. We have Kalechi on the podcast. Kalechi. What up? What up? So what up, Kalechi what up? has already made an appearance uh, just without him actually being here. We have Faye in the building as well. Shout out, Faye. Shout out, Faye. Episode God knows what. I honestly can't remember at Six this or point. Six seven, but maybe back. Clutch, we appreciate you coming on, man. Thank We're going to dive right me. in. So you are also a first-generation American, Yeah, I'm correct? a first-generation Nigerian-American. Awesome. So yeah. with Nigerian parents, there there is some stereotype of them straight being- Straight to it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's get straight to it. Let's talk about it. <laughs> they're, they're, they've been known to be strict okay. and all about education and uh, yeah. very you know school-focused- what what are the three career choices that your parents probably gave you as as oh, Nigerian parents? This is a rhetorical question. <laughs> <laughs> he set you up. For those it's, that it's aren't familiar, it's honestly just one career. It's doctor, lawyer, engineer. Like it's just one thing that you're doctor, lawyer, engineer. Yeah, doctor, lawyer, engineer. <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. You are none of those things. So hopefully they uh... a little bit. Of, I'm an engineer, so I mean, I guess I correct. Didn't, I didn't yeah. Technically, totally audio yes. engineer. I'm not sure that's the engineer they meant, <laughs> that was but. Not. Yeah, it was well, not no, that's, it what they were going for. That, that's funny, but yeah. So we shouted out Faye, who's in the building. You guys met in middle school, yes, according to to the tale he told. So what what bonded you guys together? Would you say? Um, in middle school it was just we had the same homeroom. It was Mr. McRoberts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, there, hey, there was some Cobb County legends in that homeroom. Seventh grade, same homeroom, but mm-hmm. also very much so class clowns, I yeah. believe. And and you, I think you guys bonded over like making a teacher there cry. It was a teacher we both. Like tag teamed, and it's so. I feel so bad about. How do you it feel now. about it now? Now, I've, <laughs> poor like, Mrs. Bruner. She was just trying to. <laughs> the worst part about it, she was just trying to go to work. Right, and there were two. And there you guys, twelve-year-olds making her life miserable mm. at work. At work, and yeah. there was nowhere she could. It's the go. worst. <laughs> I feel so bad about. It. But yeah, that's. That was that was like our first. Uh, that was the first. Dummy. Tough friendships are first born. mission from making there. teachers cry. You know, you go through shit together. So, so you had the physique of a linebacker, okay, right? But you you weren't really a sports guy. Uh, I'm, I played three years of football, sixth grade through eighth grade. I played uh, linebacker. Nah, I played <laughs> offensive line in like uh, I think eighth grade. They they put me on D line. I was not good. 
I was not good. I was whatever. I was like, <laughs> exactly. I was like three steps below me. You were that sound effect. Exactly. I wasn't good, but I was just large. <laughs> That's and half the battle. Like basketball, you got to yeah, be tall. So you were more into like artsy things. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. hundred like, percent. Like, you know, what were some of the things you'd, you'd be into? Uh, growing up, we played with Legos. We drew a lot, uh, a lot of drawing. Um, I, um, what kind of like, like pencil on paper or like markers? Paint? Mostly, mostly I did pencil. It's crazy. I used to, from elementary school up through, I would draw like Dragon Ball Z characters and then it started getting into me drawing mm. like my own characters. That so I anime guy. Not really. And only strictly Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z Just guy. strictly. Dra- the you know, only one. Yeah. <laughs> the only one. And then I would do, um, but then I started like making up my own characters and I started making comics and all kinds yeah, of were, stuff. Yeah. You were doing comics wow. for like the paper and stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. When I was Whoa. in high school. Well, yeah. Was it like political cartoons or like, what were you doing? I, I was actually a young revolutionary. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I got, um, this is my, my favorite thing I did in high school. There was... Um, so I went to a new high school in the county and it had gotten built and there was like a bunch of kind of like new-ish rules like in, it's hard to explain. Like there was like rules like you couldn't like uh, have holes in your pants. Like you couldn't wear jeans with holes in your pants. Like, it was like Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was just like <laughs> elitist. And I, uh, I made a comic of something making fun of it about how it was stupid and- and they, they printed that in they the school printed newspaper. Printed it in the school newspaper and changed the rule. That was progressive. That was that was viral. They back changed in the, day. the they changed the rule. I freed the I you the, freed I'm the, the whole, Nelson, I'm the Nelson the whole Mandela pants. of that school. That's wow. incredible. That's incredible. So you start making music. Wow. And you were part of the the group that you know Faye talked about. Standard. Yes. The standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And you were not rapping under the name Kalechi at the time. What was your name? Uh, pre-standard, it was Submit. 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 Right yeah. And and Submit had some Christian yeah. origins, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a Christian rapper. You were a Christian uh, rapper? Yeah, once upon a so time. So was it submitting to Jesus? That's exactly what it was. Yeah. That's precisely Good job, Henry. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, that was it. I'm on. I'm here. That's wild. Yeah, that was so long ago. It was like, tw- it was like 15 years ago. So were they like Christian bars? Like about? Mostly. Yeah. Mostly. Uh, not mo- Honestly, it wasn't mostly. It was like maybe like forty to sixty percent. Okay, mm-hmm. but all like positive messages. Mo- yeah, all positive stuff or like, oh, I'm sad. You know. Oh, okay. And not that oh, I'm sad is like uh, a negative thing necessarily. Either. Yeah, but I think that it's just like I think back then I I didn't I didn't have like the ability to like articulate. Uh, I didn't have the ability to know how to make that interesting. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't gone. How I to express it in a way you felt was adequate. Cause it wasn't, it wasn't like not to say it wasn't real for me. I just didn't, I didn't have the words yet. Yeah, you know, it was just a feeling. But so, yeah. so I assume you grew up in the church then. Like yes, you, you didn't just you know yeah. pop out a Christian rapper for <laughs> yeah. no reason, right? Yeah. I'm gonna try this out today. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so Christianity was a big part of your life growing up. Yeah, I went to uh, my church, man, like probably three times a week all throughout from elementary, like the end of elementary, like fourth grade, all the way up till I graduated. Uh, but um, yeah, and, and it was it was like an all encompassing thing because it was like like we had social lives there. It was like church was like like we had like we were going trips and like had social lives. Mm-hmm. And like people dated people. It was like very very encompassing. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. like they should make like a TV show about there that. There a hundred percent could have been a reality, reality show. right? <laughs> because I, rea- I've heard similar stories of like my friends that were big in the youth group scene. Man, and like I am a there youth was the I'm drama. Gonna be honest with yeah. you, I'm a youth group legend. Ask about me. Oh. I'm a youth group, youth group legend. 100%. 
to let you the youth group le- or no <laughs> submit the youth group legend uh, submit is a youth group legend ask about me in these streets i'm telling you that's funny man so so kalechi also has some christian connotation it right does. it does yeah uh, yeah tell us what the Tell us what the meaning is of, of your name. Kalechi, my name is... Is uh, that your real name? Yes, that's my government. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's uh, Igbo, which is a tribe in uh, Nigeria, and it's it means uh, we thank God or thank God. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, there mm-hmm. it is. That's beautiful. Yes, yeah. My, my mom went off with the names. Yeah. Shout out moms. I just also find it fascinating when artists do choose to use their, you know, government name as their artist name. Yeah. Everyone has a different story of why, mm-hmm. right? So, like, you know, why for you? I think that it was like the music had started becoming very autobiographical mm. and just being about my life. Like, yeah. especially from when I dropped probably my first project. I, not that I wasn't telling my story before that, but I, I I go back and I listen to my old stuff, and it's like it's. I think I was doing my best impression of what I thought an artist was. Yeah, mm. and, and, wow. and, you know, like and the would, authenticity wow. wasn't necessarily there. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and and not even in a. I think I listened to my old stuff and it was a lot more contrived, and not in mm-hmm. a bad way. Like you know, you go through phases and you have to. Grow. It was growing pains. Yeah, it was growing. And yeah. Figuring it out, figuring it out. The like creative. That word know. contrived has been a huge part of like my like beat making career. That's when I'm making beats. I'm, I'm like, don't. I'm like, am I just doing this to do it? You know, or is it adding to the overall thing? I think that. I think that like the first 10 years of any artistry is just finding yourself. Yes. Like you're not, you're not, you're not yourself. To, I mean, the, as an artist, think about it. If you've been doing it for three years, it sounds like a long time. You're a fucking three-year-old. You're a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're, you're an not, artist toddler. You're an artist. Yeah. It's, it's not like you, you don't like, I think t- like you're not a mature artist until like, you got to be like f- seven years in it to where, mm-hmm. to where you're, and, and not, and this is just my experience, but to where you're like your influences start to not be as apparent. Like, you know how mm. when you're doing something that like is influenced and you know that because you've you've created your own voice. But like, I think a lot of times I think about it. This is a lot with like Childish Gambino. His old stuff sounded like Kanye mixed with Drake. You know what I'm saying? Mm. It was like Kanye and Drake. Kanye's funniness, Drake's honesty and like, you know, uh like emotional intelligence or whatever. Sure. And then uh he evolved. And then yeah, now it's just like he just sounds like himself. Like his voice on on uh Redbone is like who sounds like that? That's a great project. You know exactly. Yeah. And I think that you time is the only thing that can really like get you there. It's cool because we've talked about that a bunch as far as like in the beginning you have to emulate people. You have to. You have to. There's yeah. no Yeah. That's or, how it starts. It's yeah, it's I mean it's no artist starts without. You have to be inspired to produce. When I started producing, I was reverse engineering Kanye West beats. Yeah, I would play his the beat, figure out what he sampled, listen to the drums, and try to hear drums that sounded kind of like. And what you, and I would just make the same beat again. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, as that's the definition of contrived. You know what I'm saying? So it's like being contrived isn't even necessarily bad. Yeah. It's like, it's a tool that you need to do just to like learn the language of creativity. You have sure. to know what it, that muscle memory in your head, you have to understand that. And then it's like, okay, cool. I know these rules. How do they apply to me? Mm-hmm. And the, exactly. And then hear certain things that your own brain and like creativity is, is birthing, right. Mm-hmm. Versus just the, the pure copycat, exactly. which unfortunately, I mean, that's just how you have to start. I mean, it just is, it's just part of the process. You I gotta would get say. It. And also yeah. like the stuff gets made that like speaks to you and it makes you be like, Oh, you know, it's like, you have to know what, what about this beat? Did you like that made it 
appeal to you enough. You know, you have to understand that. And like, I feel like copying people is the best way to do it. Good artist. Yeah. Steal like an artist. Steal. Just steal. Yeah, we just did a... Steal. I have a whole YouTube video. Well, yeah, obviously like you artist. did a YouTube video about yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. I'm big on that. So was there like a specific time? Because I mean, you were doing music up through middle school and then high school and whatnot. You know, was there a specific time that you can kind of reference where you were like, okay, I'm, I'm all in now? Yeah, this is 2013. 2013. Okay. Uh, yeah, what I happened? Dropped out of school for the third time. Uh, and uh, <laughs> 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 give me two more for the third time. That was time. school, yeah. Boom, boom. That's three. Yeah, that's Bam. Three. Uh, yeah, dropped out of school for, for the third time. And then, like, I had a, like, a real, like, uh, honest talk with my brother. He was like, look, bro, like, you got to do what you care about in life. You care about music. Just do it. Like, that's all you do, you know? And he was like, I'll help you out. And then from then, he was like my manager, you know? Like I and he was, still is now, right? He still is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's like, awesome. That's so yeah, cool. It's wild, and it's like it's a family business. It's it's quite <laughs> the literally best a family way to do business. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like he 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 like he was like the 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 catalyst to make me be. Yeah, like, he was like the battery in your back at that point to put my to put the other foot in. I yeah. had one foot in. He got me to put the other one. I yeah. do have to ask though, what was telling your parents like? <laughs> I it's crazy because I know exactly, from what I know about. You know, you know exactly what they like said. Yours. It's wild. It's because in the moment, my mom was extremely dramatic about it. Not that she was like, uh, she, the, the, she was just like, she, she didn't shocked. even get mad. It was shocked. She got sad, which hurt my <laughs> which feelings. Is, that's worse. That's so way worse. So much worse. Sad. But then, like, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. Uh, yeah, you know, she's like, <laughs> no, serious. She goes, she goes. Uh, I'll, I'm gonna hurt every day until you go back to school. Oh my. God. <laughs> yeah, but just was for the, the people out said, there, was the was what it was at first, and then like at first, three days later, she uh, came around. She came around. She That's was pretty like, quick. Yeah, it was. It wasn't super long. It I thought was it was like fast. two and a half, two five year process. I think, like, I'm I sure think, it was still gradual though. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Under, she was probably still waiting for you to fail. The wow, maybe no, not even the wild thing. Oh, is maybe like, not. Okay. She, the wild thing is she was like she's like the my biggest fan now. I think yeah, that yeah. in the moment it was like. She, but you're also very successful now, so, or like you know, have built. A, I mean, I appreciate that, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, like I think that in the moment, I think that in the moment she was sad because you know she wants something stable for a kid, and then the thing she comes around to is you know life's about doing what you want and trying to be happy or whatever. And uh, my mom also used to. I went to college from my freshman year. I went to college from home. Uh, I wrecked my car and then there was a point to where she was having to like pick me up from school like off of work and like we were and I remember a moment where she would like she had looked at me like it was after school and I got in the car and she was like you you really hate this don't you like I think she like saw me as like a person in that moment like mm. not just like her kid like because I think that it's easy for parents to think that, like, when their child is, like, drained from doing something, it's like, oh, you're lazy or you're rebellious or it's like, no, it's like. Not into it. I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this this, this kills yeah, like me. Yeah, she could do. tell you were trying, but yeah. it was just like. Because I was still doing it. Yeah. You know? And it's yeah, because like, you could have been skipping. You could have been. Yeah, yeah. I mean. You know, whatever. At, I'm sure you yeah. were skipping. <laughs> no, earlier than that, I was skipping. Before okay. that, I was skipping. Before that, Fair I enough. was like skipping shit. But, but like, yeah, I but remember. But at that point, when she was like picking you up, she, yeah. was, she saw so the hatred of it in your eyes. I think she, saw it. Exactly. I think she saw it like wearing, wearing me down. She knew in order for me to be like, I'm not doing this anymore. 
and knowing that I was going to hurt her feelings, then it must have been important to me. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the thing that brought it around to her. She was like, well, you care about this. And it's like, you know. And you care about her. So yeah. it exactly. must be super important. Yeah. So there was a contest yes. that, that kickstarted it all, I would say. It's so funny. That yeah. This, yeah. Yeah. Tell the people like what contest <clears throat> you won and kind of what that whole experience was like. Yeah. So in 2015, uh, Mountain Dew had put on this contest. Do uh, the do. Yes. This Mountain guy's like Dew. a kickstart fiend. Oh, well, there you go. That's Shout his. That's my, dad his got, my dad that's got his me caffeine, addicted. Uh, I blame him. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to Mountain Dew. Um, <laughs> they were doing, a, they were doing a, a contest. Uh, it was called the Open Call Contest. And they were like giving away 50 grand to an artist. Uh, to make an album and you just entered a song and they listened to the song and picked somebody. Did it have to be about like anything thing. in particular? Nope. Just, just like the literally song. Literally any song. Just a song. If dope, you had a song, it, it song had to be we on SoundCloud. And I had, a, I had a song that was on SoundCloud already. And so you just submitted it. You didn't even have to make it. I didn't a song. even submit it. My brother submitted it. He, he, <laughs> shout out your bro. Wow. Shout UConn. out UConn. Nah, yeah, UConn, shout out UConn is the fucking G. UConn asked me to submit it minimum twice. Maybe three. Could have been up to five That's a good times. manager. UConn so, sounds like a major, major Now player. listen, asked me to. I did not. Yeah, but he, <laughs> he, he, he was like, it. he's not going to do Took it upon himself. That's, he yeah. So yeah. That's a good manager. Um, <clears throat> ben, submit me in some contests. Bro. I got what you, bro. Fuck? Yeah. that's that's. So he puts it in. It gets to like the semifinal. It gets to like the semifinals. We're like, we might win this. And then we win it. Uh, wow. Th- yeah. So from the time of winning to the time of like, uh, like actually getting the money and then actually making the album was probably over a year because like those contests are legally. Is it like boring. a record label that doesn't pay for like a year? <laughs> no. Uh, so like. <sighs> it's okay if you don't want to burn a bridge. Without <laughs> no, no, not, right either, now, not, like, even, not even. Was there accounts even. payable on top of it? No, I no, mean, no. There are accounts yeah. payable on top of it. What <laughs> happened? I can talk about what happened was what happened was like I ended up having to give like the producer of the song. Oh God! Almost I gave Uh, a five figure amount of money. Oh God! Immediately off the top of that because you didn't get exclusive rights to the beat. No, not well. Didn't get exclusive rights to the beat. He. I remember when I remember when the song got done. I was like, Oh yeah, let's do the thing. He was like, All right, cool. Uh, I was like, what's your manager's information? Send it to me so we can get the stuff uh, taken care of. Okay, y'all do it. Didn't Months went by. They never happen. come around. Then until... he sent it back. And then it was like, oh, sorry, I switched, I switched lawyers. Let's do the. It, it was like a bunch oh, of like man. things that were of note. Now mm-hmm. it's like, oh, now iron all that shit out up front. Oh, iron yeah. all that shit out up front. But it yes. just wasn't ironed out up front. And That's then it was like, fucking, oh, his lawyer was so good. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to so because out. it was like there was a Got moment. Got him a five-figure yeah, deal off a Mountain Dew contest. He had, that he no had nothing part. to do with. He just woke up yeah, and yeah, yeah, five yeah. figures richer. Yeah, so yeah. let's let's. But that happens. That that showed me that that happens. Let's learn game. a lesson from this. Let's hit him with it one more time. Let's. I, I just wanted to like talk to the artists that are listening real quick, and this is coming from a producer. Artists, if you don't have exclusive rights to the beat that you put out, or some form of agreement. No, I'm talking about exclusive rights right now. If you don't have exclusive rights to the beat of the song you're putting out, you're exposed. The, the, and, and the song blows up, the producer can ask for any amount, any percentage that they want. And if you don't agree, they can remove the song from everywhere. I mean, the they, can, they can remove the Legally. song from anywhere. They are just in front of you and the money. That's yes. just what it is. Like the producer can just step between you and the money made from So get your yes. fucking paperwork straight. <clears throat> That's it. But also so, on, the other side of, on the other side of the coin, you know, Juice World sampled Sting. 
blew up, became Juice World, and then yes, he Sting came back and took ninety percent of that song, Lucid, uh, Lucid Dreams. But he still became popular. So I don't know, maybe Steel too. It's up to you guys. Yeah, I mean, it goes <laughs> it goes so many ways. I mean, all things considered, like. It, I mean, was it worth it? You know, like yeah, you had to get, yeah, you had to I pay mean, him, but yeah, was it still worth I, it? I still, and it's not right? like I, it's not like I came out of that situation like you know. Like no, yeah. So tell us what. Doors, well, but, yeah. So yeah. what did result from that, right? So I mean, yeah. So, I ended yeah, up so doing tell us kind of what you did with with the money, cash and, prize, like, the, and they finance an album. Yeah, exactly. So I I, I did an album. Um, I got some features on it. Uh, yeah, did, tell us about uh, the BJ the, the Chicago Kid feature. How that one happened? He was on tour with Big Crit. He was in Texas. We were trying to get the album done. I forget what. It might have been November of like 15 or 16. 16. It would have been 16 because the money didn't come for like eight months <laughs> because of that legal situation. <laughs> I link up with him in Hugh, with uh, BJ in Houston. Like you um, fly out there. Yeah. Just, just for this, right? Yeah. yeah, we yeah you're like, where are like, you right now? <laughs> initially, I'm on I, the way. I, yeah. I, there was another singer. <clears throat> there was another singer we were trying to get on the song and like I think he was busy or like the budget wasn't big enough he was like yeah but like you know what i'm saying i love bj i couldn't introduce you guys and like he introduced us bj was cool ran it did the record flew out there linked up in a hotel room and went for it yeah that was it nice. and he he was yeah, BJ's he, great yeah he's he just like, laid the verse down in the hotel room with you right laid, there. yeah laid it down um i engineered did it. you record it i engineered that's it awesome. yeah yeah and that's the cool thing about like artist engineer stuff it's like you we me and him really just like like really talked it out like how we wanted to be mm-hmm. so like it was like a real collaboration so it was cool that's dope so that was the prequel to quarter life crisis that was yes, called before that was the quarter before the quarter yeah, yeah, yeah that album before the quarter and no. then you ran with your follow-up project was quarter life crisis yeah it's wild because like i didn't even realize quarter life crisis was like the final in kind of a bit of a trilogy because it was like loose change into okay uh, loose change had want on it want won the contest want uh, so the contest kind of leads to uh, before the quarter, Whoa. and before the quarter is a prequel to Quarter Life Crisis. Yeah, and so I mean, that's a lot of marketing and branding around this idea of Quarter Life Crisis being twenty five years yeah. old. I assume, right? Like, were you experienced? Like, was there any truth to the name? Like, were you feeling that way? Did you hear all that shit that I was just talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so all of that was happening before I was twenty five. I kind of viewed like turning twenty five as this. I just didn't know if it was like, a catchy name or if you were like embodying. No, yeah, like, yeah. It was real. I'm feeling kind of yeah, overwhelmed I'm, and yeah, life in shit's general tough, was even very, though I'm only twenty five. But yeah, it was very my idea of tumultuous. You know, sure. And mm-hmm. and, uh, and it's I, all pers- you know, it's all yeah. perspective. Yeah, yeah, and like. Uh, I, I think that I had an ex, ex, expectation of what like adulthood was. I've completely let go of expectations of adulthood now. Yeah, like, I'm it's really different wise. now, man. It's not the same. Like, it's, it's, yeah, it's it's a wild thing. What but people I, think. But I think that what uh what quarter life crisis kind of was retrospectively was like a kid's idea of adulthood. Mm. Uh, and the disap- the disappointment in that disconnect. There's mm. a disconnect between your kid, the kid's idea and the adult's reality. Mm-hmm. And the crisis occurs when you're like, well, fuck this. You know, like, and it's like, you know, all the things that happen in that. There's like crisis of purpose. There's crisis of relationships. There's crisis of familial relationships, romantic relationships. Like these things happen in the age. And, uh, you know, and they're not what you expected them to be. They don't happen in the ways you expect them to happen. They happen in reg- real regular life ways, which end up being... Stranger than fiction. So at that point, you kind of already mentioned the fact that you were clearly recording. So, I mean, you were recording, producing, yeah. mixing your projects, right? Like yes. those first, those first, I guess, three? 
Yeah, I yeah, I I recorded you were doing most it of them. I, I did I would I do production probably about like 40 to about 40% of the time. 40 to 50% of the time. At that time I was doing more. I'm I'm trying to do less. Uh, do you like take beats from people and produce around their yeah, beat? You know, I'll do a lot of that. Um, now is more so what I'll do with, yeah. with beats that I get. Um, and then, um, but at the time, I was like producing most of my own stuff, and yeah, and I was probably doing the cover art. You had to feel a little yeah. overextended. Did at you that see point. that? Yeah, did you see that as a blessing or a curse? Did you like being able to do that, or was it kind of to, Hen- to Henry's point? Was it a little bit? It's much. I think I'm. Ca- yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. But like, per- preferably, I would like. I'm and I'm getting to the point to where I'm doing less and less of that. Um, but yeah, it's it sucks. Like, yeah. <laughs> it sucks. It, when the more you know, the more you can help. Even when you give away, uh, yeah. Start delegating, and the more creative you can be, just knowing that certain things are an option. If exactly. you've never produced and you never engineered, you don't even know what the possibilities exactly. are. So you can't even express like to a person what you want. So exactly. Just, dabbling gives you the knowledge to be able to do that and yeah. dictate it to someone else. Yeah, but like talking about the more you know, I mean, you're a big, I mean, like you love to learn, I feel like. I mean, you've taught yeah. yourself everything, uh, you know, from the engineering side, you know, to the producing side, of course. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, no, it's wild that like- YouTube University? It, it, it's wild. I dropped out of college to go to YouTube <laughs> University. I'm, I got a doctorate. YouTube University. I know so, I know so much University. shit. <laughs> YTHD. Mostly, even the stuff that I've Yo, talked about. Yo, let's start handing out diplomas that are just like PhD, YouTube University. I, to the nth degree. I'm, I'll am, get you one and frame it for you. I, I need that. He needs I need it. that. 100%. Yeah, YouTube taught me everything. I would watch Just Blaze make beats and then I would just like yeah. figure it out. And that that like taught shit. me like the mechanics of it. Yeah, but um, and you're not afraid to like share the sauce too. Some people are kind of like yeah, afraid. They kind of hoard it. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah, of but course. I feel like you're someone that is almost like overly excited about like, yo, check out this new shit that I learned. I, right? Like, yeah, I, I a lot. Uh, sometimes I'll find myself nerding out about something I've learned and wanted to share, and realizing that the person I'm sharing with does not care. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like, oh nah, but like you can. And they're, wild. and they're and they're at least like, you oh, want to okay. share it. Where, yeah, like, they the pe- don't care. The people that are afraid to share the sauce, your sauce is limited, fam, and your days are numbered. So oh, yeah. don't be afraid. Like you got to have like I an got open it in mind. Abundance. I I know I can't run out of this shit if I tried. I can't yeah. I can't spend all this sauce. I have so much sauce. I sauce wallet full. Yeah. That's funny, man. I mean, so you you were quick to see success, I would say. As far as I mean, like you yeah, know, you know, like your yeah, projects early yeah, on, yeah. like every release was getting picked up by playlists and and whatnot, right? I mean, like yeah, Quarter Life Crisis was playlisted really well. I think that um, like yeah, like it was like every yeah Quarter Life single Crisis was, yeah. from the project and wow, if not everyone, I think there was thirteen songs. It might have been like eleven out of thirteen. Mm. Like, yeah, which is some sort <laughs> insane. Of editorial playlist, which was which yeah yeah that was a blessing, huge blessing. Yeah. Did you feel like you knew what to do with this success? I mean, I, the the I think the coolest part about that was when your manager is your brother. Yeah, like they ca- they care about you to not have to for that to not stress you out. Mm-hmm. Like I have like my mind on those things, and when I find myself becoming obsessed with them, like you kind of like yeah, I got that part. I can you know. So it's like. In that capacity, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily stressful, but like there is a bit of like, kind of feel 
I don't know if pressure is the right word, but it's just like, you know. No, it has to be yeah, that. Yeah, there's, yeah. yeah there's, I mean, shit, you're getting 11 out of your 13 songs picked up by editorial playlists. There's yeah. got to be eyeballs on you that are like, what the fuck are you doing next? Yeah, and I think, I mean, luckily I think what happened is we ended up being able to like tour that project a little bit. Like um, we ended up doing a couple shows with Chance and we did a couple shows with Wale. And I think that that was like, people saw like, uh, the kind, you know, like a, a, a degree of like ascent. So it's like, okay, cool. There's something there, but like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to know what like if you're doing it right. He's, you know on, the, he's on the inside. It's yeah, like, it's like, hard to know. Yeah, the at the time, like, but now you're sitting here. What do you think that you could have done better to maybe capitalize on some of that success? I mean, I assume you do have some. You know, you're a little bit older and wiser yeah. now, right? Like what. If there's a younger person in a similar situation, yeah, watching. exactly. We're always trying to give give people the sauce too, right? Yeah. As far as like, yeah. if you start to see yourself catching a buzz on editorial playlists and getting to open get up for road. people, whatever. Get, yeah, get on the road, stay on the road, and like reach yeah. out. If you if people are fucking with you on the internet and you're getting on playlists and stuff, you got to start using your relationships to ask how. Hey, yo, what tours can I get on? Like, mm-hmm. and people, and how do you do that? Like uh, tactically. Tactically, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Just so you know, there's got to be luck involved. <laughs> there's oh, there's no there because uh, the, what worked for us with getting on uh, getting on the road with Chance is that like I had been cool with Pat for four years before that because he had a blog in 2010 that I sent music to once at like midnight. <laughs> wow. And then we became Facebook friends. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So it's like I can't random. control that. Like. Like but yeah, you can improve your chances. You can improve your chances, and you can improve your skills, yeah. and then you can make attempts to get on the road. But it's like I can't, I can't give someone advice who's 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 uh, Facebook friend, not Facebook friend, who Facebook friend turned real friend ends up being the manager of the biggest independent artist in the world. Like I can't, you know what I'm saying? Like I, so it's like there's a degree of skill and 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 yeah. dedication and that, but like. You I'm also very lucky. Like, yeah. you know, like, and that's a thing that like, like I, I mean, or lucky, blessed, favored, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I believe that, that there's a, there's forces beyond all of our control that give us all our particular context. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, try to get on the road, like reach out, you know, if you have some motion and you have, if your songs are getting playlisted, then yeah. So, so that wasn't even artist to not, artist, like communication or, or sorry maybe manager to manager or yeah. artist to manager that wasn't through a booking I, you know I'm, I'm literally trying to give people like nah, tactical yeah. that was, things that was of like if you want to get on the road that's just someone's got to think you're dope and you got to yeah. know them yeah and what I, it doesn't matter about booking agents necessarily especially I mean, the first time you get on the road because it's like what do you have to prove i mean if you're doing shows in your hometown and people are coming out then yeah somebody will probably be like oh when i come to atlanta you can open for me you know yeah I know people are gonna, that's that's advantageous to them but like sure. other than that you know, it's relationships. And like you, when you start a relationship, where it ends up being is totally, you have no control over where that person's going to be. Only thing you have control over is being a good person to them, mm-hmm. shouting them out on their birthday, being funny, <laughs> being being charismatic, being, being a, a real good, fucking being a good, person. Being a real person. Like that's the only thing we really yeah, we've have control over. we talked a lot over. about that is like, just be a genuine fucking person, human. You know? Like stop being a clout chasing yeah. robot. So you mentioned a couple of artists that you've opened up for or supported on tour, go ahead and name drop a few more. I mean, you mentioned Chance, you mentioned Huawei. Who are some of the other folks that you've, you know, been on tour with or Chance, supported? Yeah, shout out Chance, shout out Wale, 
Africa to Shine tour. Uh, Jadena in 2019, we did the 85 to Africa tour with Jadena. And then uh, la- earlier, late September, we just got off the road with Omale. Artist out of Nigeria. Shout out Omale and the Ajebo Hustlers. You did. Yeah. yeah. So let's, let's talk about Jadena, though. Because for those that don't know Jadena, you're living under a rock because <laughs> he's fucking dope. That's and the guy. he's he's Nigerian as yeah. well. Jadena is Nigerian as well. He's from yep. Enugu. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But he's he's also got ties to Atlanta and yeah, a few from other everywhere. Yeah, Jadena's he's like a, he's, he's from like a worldly guy from what from, I can he's tell. He's from the Midwest. I think he was born in Wisconsin. I might be messing up, but he might be born in Wisconsin. But he has like ties in like New York and Boston. He's big and like he's yeah, because it's like because he went to college. He's a collegiate guy, so you know, like people go to college that have like one home in their like college place, then they have their home of where they grew up, mm-hmm. in, and, they and have then their ancestry. Home. Exactly. So like, he's like yeah. he's like from everywhere. But yeah, yeah. that's the guy. Shout out to Jadena. Yeah, Shout because out. I mean, you know, not only did you support him, but I mean, he's become I would say like a mentor of yours. Yeah, it's wild because like when I think of like rapper friends, I don't be thinking of Jadena, but then I'm ahead. Like I, he, he feels like he a, doesn't mean it. Jadena. <laughs> no, but what I mean is he Jadena, feels like, we'd love to have, have you on, on the podcast. podcast. He yes, feels like would. a distant cousin is what I mean. Like when, okay, like when he's like, when he close met my enough. mom, he like called my mom auntie, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and I think that like the kind of cultural similarity there kind of like makes it be like, a, <laughs> it doesn't feel like a music friend. That makes sense. He just kind of feels like a homie. <laughs> so on, on the Jadena tour, mm. that was kind of, I would say where you got inspired to tap in more to your yes. Nigerian roots. Yeah, right? sonically. I think yeah. that um, it was, um, it's wild. So I made Waiting for You, which is like a, one, maybe, maybe one of my biggest like Afro Beats records. But like I'd made that in July of 2019. Shout out to um, DJ Poison Ivy. She sent me to beat. Uh, DJ Poison Ivy? Yes. We'd love to have, have you on the podcast, podcast if you're around. <laughs> Let's get it. Uh, if you're ever in Atlanta, stop by. And um, so I made waiting for you. This is July 2019, I believe. And we went on that. We ended up going on that tour in end of September, uh, no October to November. Um, but uh, it was um, like I think that what happened on that tour is like I've always like tell people like I'm Nigerian, like I'm like like it's. But I think that in my like day to day life the culture felt more like it was my parents, if that makes sense. Because it's like the things that I attribute, it's like it's food, which, you know, is mostly cooked by your mom and your aunties. It's events like weddings, um, graduation parties, weight keepings, christenings, these things that are like, these are a culture, but mm-hmm. like there's things that you go to with your parents. I think that with the, 80, with the 85 to Africa tour kind of did, and I didn't notice it at the moment, but like it, it took, like all the like Nigerian and African shit, but like it fit into my current adult life. Like in your music shit. Exactly. You're it was like, in music. It was in my life. This it was culture like, applies to not just my like Exactly. It wasn't something that I just weddings tied to. that I went to for my cousin exactly. or friend. Exactly. Or like my mom making some dope Nigerian food. Exactly. Like, exactly. These so, are these are my things. It's mine. It, it was, was for totally, you. Exactly. So but like, yet it was Nigerian influenced. And I think the wild thing is that like cool. my mom had always been like, oh, you you should make Afrobeats. Like when I first started making music, she was like, oh, this is cool. Like rapping is cool, but you should make Afrobeats too. Like she said it like 10 years ago. And she was progressive. Man, well, she's <laughs> different. She's she knew, she knew that Afrobeats was about to fucking glow. I'm telling you, these 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 labels need to hire her. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, Shout out Kalechi's mom, the A&R. <laughs> But yeah, no, it was, um, we, uh, I think that it being like a part of my life and it being like natural and like, like 
all all throughout that tour, we bump it, we bump it, Rema. We're listening to Do Maybe, we're listening to Fireboy, we're listening to like these Nigerian artists. So I'm like, oh, this is just what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Like rather than it being something that like happened out of like necessity. trying to do it or out of necessity, Contrived. it was just natural contra exactly. I it was just word. like it just smooth, you know, yeah. it was just like yeah, how many stops was it? Thirty one oh, or thirty two. Thirty one yeah, or thirty two. That's big. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot. We That's found great. out we were doing that tour six days before we did it. Is that two, yeah, two so or you, three months, probably, right? Yeah, a month and some change. Yeah, oh, there, probably, probably a lot of night, shows. Back to back almost, yeah. Right. Some, think, yeah, it would be like, most days in a row would be four. You can't really do more than four shows. Maybe like five before. a week before you pass out. Yeah. Yeah. Five or six a week. I'm pretty much like five a week. Yeah. An average of about five a week. But yeah, so waiting for you was... I mean, it was very well received, I feel like, on, on tour, right? Yeah, people love that song. Yeah, <laughs> people yeah, so really like that song. Let's go ahead and play, play a snippet. snippet. Let's oh, do it. Nice. I'll be right here for you. Nothing but patience. So that was a snippet from Waiting for You. Yes. And that was off uh That was off Going Home. Going, going Home. home yeah. Which is your most Latest, recent project. Most right? recent project dropped at the top of 2021. Yeah, so go stream yeah. that shit. You should. Um indeed. But yeah, I mean, you know, because I heard like the crowds were you know, learning the the hook by the second hook, and they were yeah. like getting getting into it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I, I think that's like the mark of a I won't say a good song, a, an anthem. You know, yeah. what I was gonna say like, a yeah. good live performance live song. song. Exactly. Song. There's lots exactly. of songs we all love sitting in in our houses, yeah. in our cars, whatever. Mm -hmm. That we don't need to sing the hook. Exactly. We don't exactly. have to. Yeah. But at a, a show. But at a show, you want that. You want to participate. Repetitive, catchy. You know the shit you can learn by the second time exactly. you hear it, right? And people liked it, and people still like it. So yeah, yeah, yeah it was cool. It was definitely uh, yeah. Like how many cap rooms were you playing? Um, I think maybe the smallest room we did would have been like like five hundred. Uh, the biggest ones went up to like probably like two thousand, yeah, twenty five hundred, yeah, like a, yeah, like a tabernacle type yeah, of tabernacle. Uh, yeah. venue. Yeah. 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 Yeah, 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 that's dope. Nice, that's dope. Yeah. So, you know. Mentioning that you tapped in a little bit more to your, you know, Nigerian roots. Mm. How many songs would you classify that you've made like that are Afrobeat centric? So you've been doing one. it what two, two or three years now. Yeah, because yeah, like, that's one. Yeah. But like you said, that we got on me, we got the word, we got thank you. I'm trying to think of what else on 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 going because I mean, going, going home, home was the yeah. first tape that you had leaned into. Yeah, that, right? exactly. That was the first time that I had like messed with any like Afrobeats or Afropop mm. uh, vibes. So yeah, yeah it was. Like I think on it's what thirteen songs on there, fourteen songs. It's like six. Oh really? Yeah, on half. on that album, yeah, okay. about half. Yeah, yeah. And and what I kind of did was since it was called Going Home, I tried to take the like sonics. I like started them. It's like rapping, rapping at the beginning. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's uh, the niggas really on tour. And uh, then you go home. And then I go home. Yeah. So I like take it there. Like I'm with you. I take it from the raps and it like slowly goes from like road life and waiting for you and waiting for you. It's kind of like, and then it gets into like on me and it gets more and deeper in there. And then I like bring it back to like going back to Atlanta. So I do you feel that. comfortable doing it love that. now? Like, yeah. how do you feel? Right. Cause it's, it's a pretty, I mean, it's not like, <clears throat> it's not like going from country music to rap or something. Mm -hmm. Right. It's, you know, but it's a, 
it's a left turn, right? Like, how do you feel making it? You know what's wild? It's, I don't want to say easier in the sense that I'm like insulting an art form, but it's more natural it's for you. More natural. Yeah. yeah like, this is, this is like music that like I've been listening to since I was a kid. So like that is this, the kind of things that I do there like are way more, they're verses that I didn't write. You know, like, yeah. and I'm a writer, writer. Like, I have all my freestyle. Every verse I've done on my phone is, you know, there. But there are some verses that I was really like, oh, I can just get in, get the uh, waiting for you. Not, yeah, waiting for you. I still have the rough of waiting for you. That, the structure of the song I did in one take. You mm-hmm. know, I just went in there, I hummed, uh, waiting for you. I think, the music, I, words I think the music that every artist should be making is the music that they make easiest. Whatever yes. comes easiest to you is probably what you should be making. But yeah. on the same token, challenging yourself is also fun. Try yeah. stuff. And, and I've heard a lot of Try artists stuff. say that some of their best songs have come from when they've felt like really outside their comfort zone. Do mm. you think that's true? Oh, I'm trying to think of when I'm outside. I think that um, I think that in the cool thing about like the 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 Afrobeats uh, tinged or like the my more Afrobeats records is I won't say I'm out of my comfort zone, but I don't feel like. I don't feel like one of the greatest, if that makes sense. I feel Yet. like I have the potential to be. Yet. And it feels fun and it feels like I'm like, like you ever see like a, I won't say I'm like I'm getting it wrong per se, but like if you see like a skateboarder trying to get a trick right over mm-hmm. and over and over, they get obsessed with like, yo, I'm like sharp, like trying to sharpen this thing that that is somewhat new to them. Like they, they may have done a million ollies, but they've never done uh an ollie blah 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 kickflip over that particular set of stairs you know and it's like let me figure out how to do that one right that's the fun thing that's happening with i won't say that like i won't hip-hop is a beautiful art form and not to say that it's like simple or that like any one person can master hip-hop but i've been doing that for more than 10 years you know Mm -hmm. like i've been making music since i was 14 put in the hours you know and and i think that it's fun that something feels like new again and i feel like a beginner again and i feel like almost a new artist right now so i think that's the more that's dope yeah yeah, that's that's kind of the, the fun part about like like really reaching out into different like genres and sonic zones you know yeah. it makes me think of on uh, TikTok there's this whole wave of people going on TikTok live and doing like trick shots you've seen like the dude perfect and doing like crazy trick shots uh, so they yeah, bounce yeah. like a ping pong ball off of like five pots and it, and it lands in a solo cup that's like spinning mm-hmm. they're always trying to make a new one a new challenge exactly. and then it takes hours and hours of like sitting there so this is what henry does in his spare time he, yeah. just, he watches these people perfect these uh ping pong i, I understand like, organic reach and i know where the eyeballs are and i'm absorbing and understanding the platforms so, yes i am it's on market TikTok. research it's follow market. me on oh, tiktok yeah. henry with a three don't, Thank you. don't enable him kalechi <laughs> but no so so going home is kind of perfect you're going home yeah, I'm soon, going home like, very soon. Yeah, yeah like yeah. by the time this episode drops, you might be on a plane. You might be I, home. I don't, I don't know. You might uh, be on yeah, a plane. I might be in the middle of Nigeria by yeah. the time this shit drops. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah, so you're going to Nigeria. Yeah. Um, you know, what are your plans? What are you, what you know, what are you getting into while you're there? Um, so, uh, of course, going to see family. Of course, touching down. You know what I'm saying? Uh, in the village, of course. But also, I'm doing a show, um, at Ultima Studios, December fourth. Uh, and it's to really take that whole going home thing and bring it home. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that's super dope. Yeah, doing a show. And did you know you were going to plan your trip to Nigeria when you released Going Home? No, 
<laughs> okay. I did not. So it, I knew it, that I it, wanted to. It, it, it was not literal at the time of release. It, it wasn't. And this happens with my songs all the time. They <laughs> like, start right. as metaphors and they and become real. Shatter yeah, your own shit and then you're like, thing. fuck it, I'll do it's it. Manifestation. Yeah. It's weird manifestation, yeah. prophecy fulfilling thing that I keep doing over and yeah. over on accident. But yeah, um, funny. yeah, no, that wasn't a part of the plan. We, yeah, it wasn't a part of the plan. But then it just kind of developed as we were going. We were like, we might be able to do this. And then. You know, we got contacts there, and you know, I had to meet my family over there. It was like, can we do this? Is this yeah, your first cool. time going home? Yes, this is first wow. time. That's got to be special, man. Yeah, man. It's. it's Are you a, like nervous, kind of? Like, of course. Yeah. I mean, you can't. You know, there's there's like a bit of nerves, and then there's like the understanding that hundreds of millions of people do this. You know, yeah. so it's like mm-hmm. I'll be fine. But yeah. like the flip side of it is, is like it's an environment that like I'm not used to. It's like I'm going to do something I've never done. So. That's so cool. No, I yeah. love that. It's wild. It's it's really it's it's crazy. But yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. And so, your upcoming project that you've hinted at, teased, talked about online, yeah, at Lagos, at Lagos, yes. It is at Lagos. Yes. So at Lagos it has some, the double you know, meaning exactly yeah, yeah. some some you know kind of homage to Atlanta. Yeah, of course. Where you're you know kind of you know born and raised, 100%. and then of course Lagos in Nigeria. It's it's to me. I'm I. Like, I think it's funny when people be like, am I a rapper? Yes. It's like, am, am, are you, am I an Afrobeats artist now? Yes. You know, like I, I experiment with global black music. Like that's my thing. And, mm. and, 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 and I think that there's a, um, that's a cool way to put it. Yeah. I think there's a blurring of like hard lines right now. And, um, with that, it comes unification. In my in 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 my like best case scenario, seeing it so like in, in trying to like unify cultures um, of Black people globally, it's like there's rap, there's Afrobeats, <clears throat> um, elements of these two things exist in both. You know what I'm saying? There's really good like like Burna Boy raps really fucking well. You know what I'm saying? And then on the flip side, uh, uh, you're not gonna go to a good party in uh, on the states. And them not playing the Afrobeats, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's where we are as cultures right now. Like the, the 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 things are things are combining in ways that people did not kind of foresee. It's it, like you know? the Pharrell he gave like the speech at like Harvard or something. It's like the he's like you got something great like chocolate, mm. you got something great like peanut butter, but when you put them together, <laughs> you know it's like the two yeah. great things coming together. Yeah, I feel like hip hop is. The lines between hip hop, you know, slash rap music, it's doing that with a lot of other genres right now. Yeah, I think it's totally. do, it's been doing that with like the rock and punk side of things, right? You got the like Machine Gun Kellys and mm-hmm. just you know, you know, even like the you know Juice World and like you know other people like that. And then you have, to your point, yeah. the board line that's with kind of the Afro beats, you know, genre. And I, I just, as a hip hop fan, like I love that shit. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is so cool that, yes. and and pop music even, of course, I like, country. I, I mean, Lil Nas yeah, X, 100. And what, yeah, that's what a, we've watched is, and we've witnessed something that not every generation gets to see. We've saw, we we witnessed peak rap. Yeah, yeah. that's what happened. Pop. It's the new. It's pop literally music. pop music. Yes, rap is pop. Popular music now. Country music has trap drums in it. Right. Yeah. Uh, K-pop will have a rap verse in it. Yep. Like, like j- now we like we saw that happen. And as cool as that is, that's amazing. Like it's amazing. But the other reality we have to understand is that 
the only place that a genre can go from number one is down. It's down. down. It's yeah. the only way. That's the only place it can go. We gotta that's get the, ahead. That's the you saddest know? thing I've ever heard we you guys get say. About it. I mean, I think that the like. All right, Mister Glass Half Empty. <laughs> he's right though. Less man. about it being sad, but more so just like the reality of it is like. Is, let's, let's embrace it now. Let's celebrate it. Is it's go, what's going to happen? Is it hits its peak and then it proliferates throughout the rest of everything until one day we look back and we're like, oh, I remember when real hip hop was real. <laughs> you know, that's what's, it's it's what's going to be. And but that's you funny, know. There's, just trap drums and everything. Yeah. You yeah, know, it's sure. not going anywhere. Not for sure. Henry, I think we're at a final segment of the One More Time podcast. It's oh, my wow. favorite segment. It's everyone's sure? favorite, Henry. Are, are we ready? I think we're ready. Oh my gosh. Here we go. Kalechi, if you're not familiar. Okay. This is the Rapid Fire Rampage. Rampage! This is an attempt to uh, kind of tap into your subconscious mind okay. and just get some quick answers. There's three separate parts. I'll go over them as we get there. Okay. Just just buckle up because okay. this is uh, this going to be a ride. And I've got some great questions. I'm actually really looking forward to this. Rampage. He was touting okay. how good this rampage is yeah. earlier today. I don't wanna, Might be my best. So set much of questions. pressure. So yeah. much pressure. For all you other guests, where he just half-assed it, <laughs> he, claim, he claims he put his whole heart and soul into this rampage. Wow. So you guys be the judge. Let us know in the comments if Henry has a good rampage this time. Let's get it. And and how Kalechi does with his answers. Well, it's yeah. really about Kalechi. Let's, oh, wow. let's be real. No, it's about judging so. your rampage, actually. Okay. Thanks, Ben. <laughs> Sorry, so, Kalechi. Part one of the Rapid Fire Rampage, I'm just going to ask you some short answer questions. Okay? That's it. Short so, answer or one word? Like, just... You can, like, you know, riff, okay. riff for a couple seconds. All right, cool. Do you? You know, but um, but it is supposed to be rapid fire. Okay, I'll get to day. it. And Ben contributes a lot to making it not rapid. So we're going to try and breeze through this. I'm going to try and zip it. Yeah. Rapid Fire Rampage, episode 28 with Kalechi, starting with the short answer. Here we go. What is the most important thing that you would say you learned from your parents? Ooh, uh, my dad always says when you're driving, you have to drive the car in front of you and behind you. And my mom has always taught us that uh, even if I have four, three siblings, there's four of us. If we have one grain of rice, we split it in four. Ooh, fire. God. Mama killed that one. Yeah. Now that we got the that nice touching question out of the way, we can get a little ridiculous here. Okay. <laughs> An obedient and well-trained Tyrannosaurus Rex has appeared in your backyard. Okay. You can't give it away or sell it. What do you do with it? Oh, that's mine. It's your new yeah. pet? That's my pet. That's my homie. You raise it. <laughs> I'm riding it to okay. places. That's, it's obedient. It's like a little, it's... It, Whatever you want. There will be a period of time in which my trust, it will take time for us, me to trust it. Sure. And once I can, that's my guy. <laughs> Kalechi, you've got $1,000 and you have to double it in 24 hours. What do you do? I have to double it in 24 hours? You must. Or what? Bad things. Okay. <laughs> I got to double. I got to double 1000 in 24 hours. Uh, the fans are listening. Shh. Shit, nothing legal. <laughs> That'll do. Good answer. That'll work. Nothing legal. That'll That's, work. That. That's an acceptable answer. Kalechi. And this is why people turn to drug dealing kids because <laughs> they feel like they have no other options. Kalechi, if you were an emoji, what, mm. would, you, what would you be? Um, Probably the brown heart emoji because uh, I'm brown and filled with love. Hmm. Kalechi, if you were an app, what would you be? Um, if I was an app, uh, I'd probably be, uh, one of those news apps that tells you what's going on, except just not bad stuff. Unbiased news. Yes. 
I mean, I might be. Nah, yeah, yeah. Little no, it's biased. It's biased towards <laughs> okay. good things. Like, okay. I don't really like okay. telling people bad stuff. Okay. Okay. Kalechi, in 20 seconds or less, teach me something that I don't know. 20 seconds or less, teach you something that you don't know. Um, okay. So, um, fertilizer is uh, one of the main elements in it is phosphorus, and that's a non-renewable resource. And uh, Morocco has like 70% of the world's phosphorus. So in the next 100 to 200 years, we are slaves to Morocco. Damn. Or everyone's Bro, starves. this guy wow. just came out of the woodwork. Yeah. No one's yeah. answered that question better. That was That question stumps phenomenal. everybody. Yeah. Kalechi, how many raccoons would fit on a blimp? How big is a the blimp? There's no additional information. <laughs> It's a bad question, bro. Agreed. Is that your answer? Disappointing. Kalechi, how do you like your eggs? Uh, scrambled with cheese. More one of the rampage. Scrambled with cheese. More, more salt than pepper. More pepper than salt. More pepper than salt. Interesting. Yeah, that sounds fire. Scrambled with cheese all day for sure. That was part one of the rampage. All right. It was I great. Flew I mean, through it. I'm not. I, I'm not I mean, lie. I mean, outside of your. Shitty question that you threw in there. Like that was a really good rant. I need it to know was, how big it was meant is. to be difficult. I need so. to know how I need to know how big the blimp is. Blimp. No, you don't. There's blimp's blimp's so many sizes. There's no yes. time to ask questions. You have to react. This There's is a so rapid fire rampage. This could be a Nickelodeon blimp. Kids Choice Awards blimp. This could be a whole blimpy blimp. This, <laughs> this could be a like military sized blimp. You're not supposed to try to interpret the questions. You're just supposed to answer them. So that was the only blimp on an otherwise spectacular short answer segment. We're moving on. This is the this or that. I'm going to give you two choices. I'm okay. going to pick the one that stands out more to you, that you okay. feel more gravitated towards. So this or that. Here we go. This Episode 28. Kalechi, this or that. Here we go. Lyrics or flow? Flow. FaceTime or voice message? Voice, mm, voice message. Good answer. Underrated. Dogs? Dogs. Or babies? Dogs. <laughs> I said what I said. What if I said, or you get a million dollars? Dogs. <laughs> Netflix or YouTube? YouTube. Zoo or aquarium? Uh, they're both animal prison. I'm gonna go. I don't with, fuck mm. with either anymore. I'm a go, That's an acceptable answer. I'll go with aquariums just because like the water feels a little more distant. But like they're both they're all, they're all institutionalized. Bro, I in my like older age am like sketched out by both. Yeah, like hands like, down for what? Yeah. Either a 99 percent chance of winning a hundred thousand dollars, or a 50 50 chance. Of winning 100 million. 100 million? 50 50? Ooh, that's crazy. Love this question. That's crazy. <laughs> Man. 99 for 100? I'm gonna go 99 for 100. Guaranteed. I'm gonna go 99. I'm gonna go 99 bag. for 100. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like close it. though. You like it. <laughs> it almost jumped out of me. Good one, right? Yeah. Lupe or the game? Lupe. BMW or Mercedes? BMW. Purple or green? Green. Instagram or TikTok? Eh, Instagram, sure. <laughs> Not a social media guy. <laughs> Not at all. Unimpressed. <laughs> Not at all. I'm getting there though. I'm trying to take that part to, of my man. identity away. I'm sure Let's you can like to stop. on your ass yes, about it, bro. I'm trying to stop claiming that. As all of us managers are. Personality. Yeah. Get on get on TikTok, bro. If you want yeah. people to f- discover who Kalechi is. On it. Pet pig or pet goat? <laughs> goat. Smart 
or beautiful? Uh, for myself? Like no what I would choose to be <laughs> or what I, I'm trying to understand. There's no additional There's information. No additional information. I, being smart is a more valuable skill. Mini golf or bowling alley? Uh, bowling alley. Pirates or ninjas? Uh, ninjas. Part two of the rampage. Part two. That was, that was pretty flawless. He's, uh, he's, he's, depending on how this last section goes, he could be in the Hall of Fame for Rapid Fire <laughs> Rampage. Let's get this shit. Let's get, Let's this, get shit. this shit. Top of the morning. Last part of the rampage is going to be a word association. I'm going to give you one word. You give me one word back off the top of your head. All right, I got to close my eyes for this. That's right. Less you think, the better. Here we go. Episode 28 with Kalechi. Word association. Rapid fire rampage. Rampage! Snake. Grass. Base. Mint. January. Fourth. Mountain Dew. I'll take it. Social media. Uh, all right. Okay. <laughs> Emotion. The ocean. Lil. Nas X. Oh. A&R. A&R, he's nuts. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea why I said that. And that's why we do this, people. That's why we love this. I absolutely why this is I don't segment. even know where that came it's a, from. It's a PR's nightmare. That's why this is the best segment. College. Bye. Meditation. Need that. Faye. My boy. I was giving you a chance to clap back at him from his I know. Answer, and I was, he, it, it's, wild. it's wild. It's wild because I knew. I knew that I was going to get Faye. And like, I just, I love that motherfucker, bro. I can't help myself. He took we the high too, road. <laughs> Faye feels bad now. Politics. As usual. Mm. Going home. What a rampage, folks. What an episode. What a rampage man. for real. I I told you that was gonna I'm, be a rampage. I'm impressed. Woo. I'm impressed. Wow. You know, after obviously we got to speak before Faye's episode, but really, you know, having you here today, man, to tell your story, it's an incredible one. You've come a long way, but I love the fact that you're like embracing this new sound and kind of like tapping into this new, you know, space for you. Yeah. Cause it sounds like it's like gotten you going again, right? Because yeah. reinvigorated. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I'm 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 looking forward to it. I wish you safe travels, you know, going home. I hope that your trip, you know, to Nigeria is everything that you want it to be. I hope the show's packed to the fucking, you know, brim. Yes, sir. Man. Um, I, told, I told my brother, I said, if we get 20 people in there, I'm, it's, it's Madison, Madison Square, Square Garden. Garden. Exactly. Exactly. If we get 20 people. And that's the that's kind it. of attitude he has on everything, folks. So yep. really appreciate you coming on. And Henry, until next week, what are we doing? We out. We getting the fuck out. Peace. Tripping up, middle finger to the law.